Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This week on Up to 90, we're doing a... Rebrand. Rebrand. Now, you've probably been wondering, our patient little peeps, where have we been? I know. Thanks for that, listener. We appreciate it. So, we... We're a bit sick of the podcast. Let's just be honest. Real talk. Yeah. Look, we met in Liffey Valley. Um, I was, was having the a night, The night before Halloween. And you had turned into me. It was really strange. Yeah. I was having a breakdown. Roles completely reversed, listener. And what I... I uh, was the one in emotional control. I like, know. it was so strange. And you know what? That made me feel uh, good about the breakdown, but also guilty because you were so calm. I was like, oh, Julie's enjoying this because I'm having a breakdown. And then I felt guilty because I was like, I don't think I'm this understanding when you're having a breakdown. No, do you know what my <laughs> secret superpower is? Because um, I, I um, just in case you're tuning in for the first time, listener, I have like multiple breakdowns on a daily, break, like many times throughout the day. There's just many stages to Julie from morning to night. But weirdly, when it's an actual emergency, I'm totally calm. Zen. So I will have a panic attack because the bin bag has burst and the mushrooms are all over the kitchen floor. And I will, this happened last week and I just started weeping for no reason. But then I'll find out now, you know, that somebody I love is seriously ill and I'll yeah. go straight into the pragmatic mode. What, do, what needs to be done? making a shepherd's pie. <laughs> I'm calling the dietitian. So yeah, no, it, it, I I did feel for that night. So we met in Liffey Valley. Yes. We were good to go, weren't we, Emma? We were good to go. I think I was just overtired. I think I was just, it was all getting But in. it was good because I think we have been discussing this for a long time, yeah. how we love hanging out together. Of course. But we were kind of sick of the concept, weren't we, Emma? We were because I know we joke about it. But it is just the research thing. And we were like, we just actually want to fucking chat. Yeah. And we were finding increasingly the feedback was um, that people were like, love the chats at the start. So it's like, why were we doing it to ourselves, Emma, for so long? Let's call a spade a spade. I was born in 1984. You were born in 1985. 83. Okay. Well, I I love you so much in that moment. Thank you. Like, we only know so much about the 90s and we've kind of had our fill of the 90s now. Yeah, like, I think, I think 
when we were in Cork and we loved our time in Cork. But what we found was we kind of had a bit of a a ding-ding moment. We weren't in an institution like our time in Cork. (laughs) We were at a gig and there was a lot of, who here watched Dawson's Creek? And I think just the conversations for us, maybe we're getting a bit repetitive. Because realistically, everyone in Ireland, if you were a teenager of the 90s in Ireland, you were watching Dawson's Creek. I know. You were listening to Boyzone, OTT, Oasis. You know, we all had the same experience. So we were finding the concept a little bit restrictive. Up to 90, up to 90, up to... And you know what else, now that we're just fucking going for it, saying it out loud, is that anything that was in the 90s that is good, we can still get it now. Yes. And anything that was shit has been pretty much left there. Like, okay, like, yeah, Wapple Bars, they should come back, whatever. But most things that were in the 90s and were anyway decent are still knocking around or we can still get our hands on them, whether it be music, food, whatever, whatever. TV shows. So look, look, that's, we hope we are not upsetting you, listener. We hope that you support this new venture, this change of direction. We were going to do a whole new name and whatever. And then we said, no, we'll just check in with you first because I know we obviously do take the piss and we are sarcastic sometimes, but we are what? always talking about all the people that listen. The real peeps that come it's, up to us yeah. when we're in doorways of comedy gigs yes. and all that. And right? anyone and yeah. anyone who comes up to us, we have said this privately in the WhatsApp audios. You are genuinely somebody we would be friends with in real yeah, life. Yeah, like totally. you are extension of our personalities. So we were saying that we're gonna try this out for we'll do obviously, you know, we'll do a few episodes before. Yeah, let Christmas. us get into a few because it would probably yes. today, today now we're like talking about this the, is a bit shocking. Yeah, episodes like as if it's a fucking big thing and it's not. Yeah, so like this is you know, mommy and daddy love you very much, but like we're still gonna we're still gonna see you. Yes, um, but it's just gonna be in a different way. And yeah. but we, it'll be one. It will be. It's back now to once a week. Once a week. Yeah, we're gonna um, in a few weeks. We'll bring out some quality patron shit. We'll get, yeah, we'll get on it because we realise people have been so good to give us um, the hard-earned pingins and we do want to just give something back to yeah. the patrons as well. And we have chatted about that in terms yeah. of content and all that. And we think with this new rebrand, it's going to be a bit easier. We just easier. needed to take a few weeks off because I think we both had a lot of stuff going yeah. on. We're both working, we're both gigging, we're both, you know, got family commitments so thanks for your patience. Yes. And let's fucking rev it up and here yeah. we go. And let us know what you think because this is a bit of a oh, social yeah, well, experiment. Let us yeah. Know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we'll, do, we'll, we'll obviously, you know, give us a few episodes to kind of get into and the new us, groove. See, now, and let us, what you th- let us know what you think. And now we can talk about whatever we want. So if yes. you want us to talk about anything, let us know. And ultimately, as long as it's not to do with the night. Maybe, <laughs> Gor- maybe Gordo was wrong. Maybe we never needed a concept. I don't think we did. Maybe think. we were always enough. Strong enough on yesterday. Now it's nothing but a. Do you know what? I'm just imagining Gordo's unimpressed expression as you sing that, Adam. 
Yeah, as a justification for ridding ourselves of the cats. You can handle a Gordo, you can. can Love you, Gordo, and hi to Claire, of course, who we adore as well. Um, Gordo's other half. Now, so the week that was. This is just how it's going to be. This is our (laughs) This is our new rebrand. First, and then I. Oh, no, I'll tell you what I watched. Okay. Okay. Well, talk about yourself or tell me what you watched. No, I'll tell you what I watched first. Tell you what I watched, but I really, really watched. I watched a series on Netflix called Modern Love. Have you heard about this? No, but you told me about you told me about this actually to check it out. Is yes. it a comedy documentary? No. So basically, what it is is it's individual stories in each episode. Mm-hmm. Now, I made the mistake of telling you actually to check it out because the first couple were all right, but it's got. I went to absolute shit. It's like a love actually kind of thing, Emma. I have not heard of one person watching this. You're the only. You're like you're the only person who has recommended this to me. So no, it's but I'm taking it back. Don't watch it. Okay. It's shite. So it's a well. It's kind of like if you had literally nothing else to do or nothing to watch, and you kind of had to do something, and it was background. Okay. Perfect. Okay. But not like something to give your attention to at all. I, you know, when I started watching on Netflix, what? Um, I started to watch Top Boy. What's Did you ever that? watch that? So mm-hmm. it's it's set in um it's set in London and it basically follows like these gangsters in London, like modern day gangsters. Mm-hmm. And the reason I went off and watched it was because there was a bit of a hoo ha. Um, because right. Drake, What's that? you heard what I said. What okay, who had? There was kind of oh, you know a hoo ha. Yeah, was the way you said it when you went hoo ha. I was like, um, I thought you went something. So Drake, Drake had pushed for. He was always banging on about this series. So he was the yeah. one who kind of drove the second series. I think wasn't happening. What? And then Drake was like talking about it on tour and saying, I absolutely love this show. So he was the one who pushed for uh, the second series and I have to say very impressed I I really like the way it's all um, like it's very kind of specific um, London slang and a lot of it goes over my head but it's all about getting the gist and I just oh I think it's great your man that Ridey McRiderson from So Solid Crew is in it oh yeah no it's very very good I have to say Romeo um, oh, I don't know what his actual name is. Twenty one seconds to go. I got twenty one seconds. To go. How many seconds? Uh, yes, yeah, so I do like that. And I finished Line of Duty and still have absolutely no idea what's going on. Like, did you ever watch that Line yeah, of Duty? Of did uh, be honest, Emma? Did you get it? Yeah. At the end of each series, I was just left staring into space. You watch it on your own. Yeah. Oh, I think you kind of need to watch it with someone because you do need to, to chat talk through. Okay, okay, yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I was watching it on my. Well, I mean, I say on my own, but sitting on the couch with my earphones in. Oh, while okay. Fred was on his keyboard. Right, that's where we are in the relationship. That's where we are in the relationship. <laughs> relationship, but yeah. Oh, uh, so I I would recommend Top Boy. Very, very good. I'm actually very excited now about heading home and catching episode four. Um, but yeah, your man is just mwah, delish. A lot of tossy. I do have an actual recommendation for you that I think you would enjoy. It's true crime. It's on uh, Sky Crime, and it is uh, the murder of Susan Cox Powell. Oh, 
Have oh, you ever seen this? No, I think I've heard of this murder though. Maybe they did it on my favourite murder. Or maybe it was she went case file. Mother two. Where was this now? The States? Yeah. It yeah. was in Oregon, I think. Okay. But they actually at the beginning of the show they show you quite a like they give you a really good sense of what's after going down. So mother of two, she got married when she was very young, nineteen, but always wanted to get married, have kids. She goes missing. And the story is that the night before she went missing, her husband took the boys who are like toddlers out camping at like midnight in like, you know, when there was people have been warned that there was a fucking snowstorm. OK, so this is what we call a red flag and situation. Then you see uh, you see home footage of his father taking secret videos of her his daughter-in-law fucking obsessed with her like she's the most beautiful thing I've ever seen that is so gross I just want her so much and loads of cuts of like the father-in-law filming himself in a vest and like posing and all this weird like weird I have to say that kind of reminds me yeah yes go on in terms of like true crime that I've watched recently the father-in-law is, without question, one of the creepiest fuckers I have ever seen in my life. Okay. Like, it just keeps fucking getting... To be honest, I didn't realise how fucking bizarre the whole thing was, even from starting, to like, you know, the first 20 seconds when they give you, like... They give you first a very 21 concise, seconds to go. They give you quite a concise Does trailer. this star your man from So Solid Crew? I think, no, I think you're one, uh, who was the girl in that? Oh, Lisa. look, listen, you're reading now. You know I have a very vague, I mean, I have a very vague pop culture frame of reference. Mm. If I got another bloody DM about Vanessa May, I mean, look, I'm going to find out your man's name from So Solid Crew. So what is the name of this then? I think it's the murder of Susan Cox's pal. Okay. Like, I'll have to check it out. Because I do you know good. what? It's I haven't a two-parter, which and which is plenty. Ashley Walters. Harvey was the only one I ever really knew oh, from Harvey. So Solid Crew. And there's Ashley. But I think he's a bit of a tiny tot. Yeah. He's kind of a smallie, but very handsome. That's her there. Yeah. Now, actually, having said that, it is very good and I really enjoyed it. But the only thing is, and it was it's made this year, like it's made quite recently, is they have this kind of like journalist one talking to camera all the time. Oh, how do, how do you like that in terms of no, format? I, I'm not a fan of no. that usually, Emma. And when I was watching it, I, th- I assumed that this must be old. It's just somebody sitting there asking the same question yeah. over do and over. Do you know what? But did Mick know anything? We don't fucking know. I know. What yeah. We're watching it. Stop. I'm it's them. like, I have to say, I'm listening to a podcast, um, uh, Someone Knows Something. Mm. and skip the first series guys I'm just going to give a spoiler alert here I say this as someone who has not listened to the last three episodes but Mm. it's very clear a child goes missing um, but it's very clear from I would say 5.3 minutes into the podcast bearing in mind we have 12 episodes in this series very clear within the first 10 minutes that the child just fell into the lake so skip series one 
Okay, they are doing visual reconstructions of what he might look like now. Oh, no, no, they no, are no. saying this somebody is... saw black car. Um, but bear in mind, this crime happened. Crime in first campus happened forty years ago. Um, like it's just yeah, no, it's too much. It's this up there the... with your man who came along in the Sophie Tuscan to Plantia case and said, "I think a horse killed her." Like, save yourself the time, but. Season five is fantastic. Um, but again, I'm on season two and there's a lot of that, a lot of, can I ask, did you have anything to do with her murder? Like, come on. As really? if he's oh, going to say, but it's, it's repetitive. It's condescending. Like as if a guy Which who has repeatedly. the story. We don't need you give to. Give me the deeds and I can fill in the blanks. We're not expecting you to get new evidence. Like we're really not. That's why I went against Case File. Um, and actually other people have said it to me since. Uh, Case File is still great. It's still fantastic. But I just found there was an increasing amount of Timmy was dead when he should have been celebrating his seventh birthday. You know, yeah, like I can I can put it together. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. kind of like when, you know, you take the pregnancy test and there's a smiley face or a sad face. It's telling you how to feel. Yeah. You're like, no, it's fine. I'm human. I get it. It's just, you know, it's just I, yeah. I can I can join the dots. Um, so I would say, yeah, it's a good one. If you're into the true crime, someone knows something. Nice one to get into. Also, Culpable is another oh, one that yeah. I'm quite sent in Mississippi. And um, I recommended to a friend of mine who thought I had said Capable. So she went off and apparently there is some awful podcast called Capable. So she has invested a lot of time. Oh. But it's Culpable is the one we were looking for. Oh. That's another good one as well. Who's now... Who's the one who does, has a show about, uh, it's about the afterlife, little blondie Ooh, American one. This sounds completely up your alley. No, that's what I thought. It's absolutely shite though. Is it your one Nancy whatever? No, it's your one. Is, is this now, what, give me, can you just give me the medium, or pardon the pun, are you right, talking podcast, small, TV? No, no, TV, 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 I'll she's Google, TV. blonde one, and she's married to um, some kind of funny guy who used, her husband. The Good Place? Is that it? Let Kristen me Bell? Yeah, 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 The Good she, Place, absolute shite. No, but there's something about Kristen. That pisses you off. Oh, I I don't know. I'm just. I don't believe it. Not. I'm never sold on Kristen. No, no. I don't believe it. I do yeah. Not I don't. I don't it. know what it is. Just but I never. gave that a go. Absolute muck. I'm not go. Now, can I tell you about something good muck? Of course, I love a bit of good muck. Okay, I don't know if you'll be into this now, but my new obsession, and then I want to find out about your actual life, your feelings, your emotions, <laughs> your. Your hopes and dreams. You promised me this podcast was going to be all about the news. You promised me. No, no, no. I'm getting to the nitty-gritty. Right. I have a new YouTube channel. And it's called Without a Crystal Ball. So this one in America, Without a Crystal Ball, her name's Katie. Okay. She goes live, I think, once a week. No, sorry, once a day she goes live. And she talks about all American reality TV shows. And she talks about Teen Mom. (gasps) So she's been talking loads about Janelle at the moment, getting the inside scoop there. What's going on with Janelle? Amber. She got married again recently, didn't she? 
keep the fuck up. Janelle has left her. I'm husband. still on Kiefer. No, <laughs> he was so he was just so wrong in every way. But he was good looking, and that's the only box I ever need to Kiefer. No, Kiefer's well gone. No, she was married. Oh yeah, no, that was like ten to years. David ago. Evans, and there was a whole thing where David Evans they had a dog. And he killed the dog. <gasps> this was massive news in America. Oh, sorry, by accident or what? No, well, he <gasps> said that the dog attacked um, their daughter. And so he took it upon himself to put the dog down. Janelle was really upset about it. But, like, as a result of that, she was kicked off Teen Mom. But, like, a lot of people say it was a series of things and the crew were finding it increasingly difficult to work with her husband. So now where it's at is that she's actually left him and she's been in talks with um, MTV about coming back onto the show. But they weren't going to do the show with him because of like he'd be on Twitter making racist comments, homophobic comments, this whole murdering the dog thing or whatever. So yeah, but nobody's perfect. You know what I mean? I think people just, he was a very <laughs> unlikable kind of character so then Amber Portland was just up in court the other day because uh, she assaulted her husband of course but your Amber has always had anger issues yeah. she assaulted him while he was holding their son so without a crystal ball got exclusive audio from the night that it happened which was then later everybody had but what she got that no I didn't see anywhere else was she had exclusive uh, exclusive exclusion exclusion ring cam footage from the house so on the night in question she attacked him there was meant to be a case of she went into some room with a fucking machete and stuff like this so she had the ring cam footage of all this going down and um she yeah she put it up like the so thing with Amber was, I've only been watching her for a few weeks. When oh, I do you remember that episode? She'd about nineteen thousand subscribers on YouTube, and I think now she has like thirty-eight thousand. This one, she's going to be massive. I'm telling you, without Crystal Ball, I might check this out. Yeah. Um, were you checking out the Mystic competition? Is that how you happened upon her? No, I. I do you know how I happened upon her? I was watching. Teen mom stuff on YouTube. Oh, to me. do you know what? I always remember about Amber um, when the child was at Gary. And do you remember they found all the used condoms on the floor? It was so gross. The mom went into the house and he had the little girl for the weekend. Yeah. And he went off party and there was just all these used condoms in the middle of, this in the, was middle of the floor. Amber and Gary. Amber and Gary. So do you know where Amber was just off doing her thing? This is pre-prison. Oh, right. Yeah. Because after prison, obviously, he had sole custody and all that. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. But and I she's lost custody of her son now as well. It's very just, I mean, it's an obvious, it's such a truism to say, say it, but it's just very, very sad. And I do think, like, so many of those girls were just so vulnerable. Like, do you remember, what were the two, what were the name of the two, Um, Caitlin and, what was the name of the guy? Oh, Tyler. Tyler. I mean, God, I just remember that both of them... Well, obviously, they kind of—they uh, were, you know, essentially step siblings, weren't they? Because weren't their parents together? I've done it again now. 
down. I know. I'm sorry. It's my words. Oh, siblings. Siblings. Oh. Step siblings. But, I mean, do you remember just their parents just gave them such a hard time for giving the child up for adoption? They, well, the they were, it was just a very, it felt like a very abusive atmosphere. Well, the dealio with them was that they were already boyfriend and girlfriend when their parents got together. Their yeah. parents met each other actually through them. But I think, now they didn't talk about Caitlin's mom's um, issues with addiction and stuff like that. Or they didn't oh, really but they never, clearly yeah, both but had addiction no. problems. Oh yeah, that's what I'm saying. The dad book, they went into a lot more detail about him, but I suppose it was to do with him being in and out of prison. Like for the whole, however many years, what is it, 10 years, his book has just been in and out of prison the whole time. It's just, I think that, you know, the way, like, you look back now on Team Mom, and we all fucking loved Team Mom, by the way. But, you know, there have been just increasing question marks over, like, was it just very exploitative in essence? Like, you know, he's actually come very good in terms of, like, seems to be very settled and very content. What was the name of that girl? Macy? Not Macy, Chelsea. Yeah, and yeah. she's and she's with your man, and he seems great. And but you see, this is it. Like a lot of them say that she seems to have had a very kind of settled trajectory. But then she had a very supportive, like the dad was very supportive in every sense. Like she had a yeah, lot, yeah. lot of financial stability there as well. You know, so you she see, had a very that your one has looked into to do with that system. is because. They seem to really like play. They seem to have stories set for all of them. So for Chelsea, she's meant to be like kind of the like she did good. Like she found the man. She like load lost loads away. She has a family now. She's super happy. The only thing in her life is uh, Aubrey's dad, Adam. But then the rest of them, like the whole thing with Janelle, was always conflict. They were never really going to... Well, like, obviously she would have had to have had it as well. But they were always doing bits where she was meeting up with her mom or she was meeting up with whoever That when they knew there was going to be conflict. Like, definitely with some of them, they gear their storylines towards certain things. And I think other yeah. cast members got a bit pissed off because Chelsea was kind of the chosen one in terms of, like, oh, like, you know... She well, and also she got she really did get an easy ride, I would think, in terms of the edit as well. Like in comparison to like someone like Chanel, who you know clearly has always had you know very deep rooted issues and like seems like quite an emotionally vulnerable person. She was always being portrayed as um, you know she was always kind of you know embroiled in some kind of conflict always oh, yeah, as you yeah. say big so time. she was very much kind of portrayed as a bit of a you know a bit of a scrappy one yeah big time but you wonder how much of that was engineered and also like when she clearly is somebody who does you know she's very open and you know mm. about talking about her mental health problems and all that like you wonder like you wonder I know they threw money at them but did they really put in support structures for for them I'm not sure like do you remember mm. I'll never forget when she skipped her custody hearing because she wanted to go see Keisha do you remember oh, that Keisha. yeah Kesha, is it? Yeah, Kesha. Yeah, yeah. But you remember the lawyer was like, if you like if you go to this concert, you'll never so see her. Funny. He's like, Yeah, he doesn't get how much Kesha means to me. She was sitting there. I'm like, gone. She's like, I got these feathers in my hair for Kesha. 
yeah, you don't get it. Yeah, like, like the, you know, this is glue. And he's like, yeah, but you will never see your child. What was the name of the child again? Jace. Jace. You'll yeah. never see, you'll never see Jace again. Yeah, but I, like, I'm that's what you're, yeah, but you don't get, get it. This going. is glue. <laughs> this is glue in my hair. You don't get it. No. That's when I, that was the day I gave up on Janelle, if I'm honest. Yeah, I know, I know. You know I'm what I mean? So Kesha. Wrong. But then do you know who else your one talks about? She talks about Farah as well. Well, I mean, backdoor mom. Did you ever watch that porn? No, did you? Oh my god. Did, did you? I watch? Did you? Oh my god. You did. Did not. I watch? Tell me. More than once because what? I was like she, because I watch it. And if this is pre French. Okay. My baby. Um <laughs> my yeah. Body. So I Tell me, tell me. I Sorry, I'm just having a laugh there thinking about something. Um, yeah, no, nothing. Stop. The ripped pants. No. Um, so basically, Farah, back to her mom. The reason I watched it the first time was um, because I heard she was in a porn. The second time I watched it, I went back looking for clues because she claimed, of course, that your man had leaked it without her consent, Mm. etc. It's so awful. I can't even begin to discuss. So it's all like, hey, she's literally skipping. Like skipping around the bedroom, and he's like, "Hey, where?" Like you can just see his eyes are just like following the words. Hey, Farah, where are you going? And then she says, "Hey, I'm just gonna go get some Luby." I mean, who calls Lube Luby? And then she goes off, and then it's all like, "Oh, I just want more up the ass, if you don't mind." Like it's just all for, like mad for anal doesn't even cover it. And the weird thing about it all is. Like Fari, Fari, um, Fari likes her luby and she likes a bit of anally. No, there's nothing wrong with being into anal. Zero judgment for that. But what I found so sad, and you know how I feel about porn, yes. uh, but this is a running theme. What I found really sad about it was I just always felt that Farah herself was quite lost. There was always a sadness there, and the fact that her her father was the one. Like, like the father was the one negotiating the money on her behalf when it came to this porn. I just find that gross. Well, then like, I there's a, there's an emptiness behind the eyes with Farah. There always has been. Well, then I, I didn't realize it when the show was being filmed. But you it's remember totally emotionally disconnected about Deborah and and that she had to get a restraining order dad. against the mom. But the whole thing was her dad had was on drugs. That oh, I didn't go- know yeah, that. See, I didn't know that at the time. But then when I heard it after. But there was a lot like, of oh, shit going on makes- in that house. Yeah, yeah. That all makes sense. And what was interesting was, was that actually what I will say in defense of Teen Mom, that showed that like, okay, this kind of shit isn't limited to a certain socioeconomic background. Oh, yeah. Because there was a lot of shit going on in that family, which had clearly not been resolved. Yeah. Oh, but you know, it's interesting. Loads of like show insiders or whatever have said, what was her mom's name again? Deborah. Oh, Deborah, yeah. That she's actually really, really nice. Well, I kind of questioned, and again, don't, I, you know, obviously don't have, you know, the court documents to hand, but do you remember she got the restraining order because she had slapped her? Oh, yeah, yeah. But I mean, I mean, I don't know, to me that just seemed like quite an Irish mother thing to do. And Camille, why did you watch you it the second time? Sla- because... <laughs> The second time I watched it was after the fact. She claimed that this had been released without her oh, consent. Okay, so yeah. I went back and I was like, "No, like this is Let clearly, sure. yeah, you know." And how long is it? Produced. 
Um, oh God, I can't remember. I mean, you know yourself with porn. I just skipped the highlights, really. Um, I don't know, maybe half an hour. And again, absolutely zero. You know, she could have really enjoyed. Well, she did claim to really enjoy. Well, yeah, like it is very. I mean, yeah, no, it is fairly graphic like in the sense that there's a lot of penetration I mean I'm not saying like she probably did really enjoy the experience etc but I suppose when you come to it with pardon the pun the backstory yeah that she always struck me as a very very unhappy person it's hard to divorce the backstory mm. from the porn like she could have had an amazing time on set with this guy like the guy is hot he's a gorgeous looking guy all the rest but it's hard to divorce it from the context of someone who just always struck me as a very lonely and unhappy person and then the fact that the dad was so involved just really creeped me out I hear you I mean imagine if Jimmy was negotiating (laughs) your anal porn on your behalf Speaking of anal, like imagine him saying, Yeah, but she takes it up the ass three times. Okay, so we gotta up the price here. I was so constipated today, it was unreal. Oh, god, I know. You heard my story about going for the colonoscopy? No, and the guy saying, How's that, Julie? A minute or so in, and instead of saying, That's grand, I said, That's lovely. So hard not do that in that context um, but yeah but so that's, that's, how you my, felt, that's how you felt if it that's was just lovely. how I felt and look you know I didn't have any luby on me at the time but uh, no I yeah so it's a funny one the team I'm too we speaking of which um, creepy dads we need to talk about T.I. live your life hey did you hear this story about T.I.? Yeah, Do you know what, the rapper? What, yeah, what was this? What Very strange. So he was on this podcast with two ladies who seemed to kind of assume that, oh my God, I can't believe we got T.I. in our podcast ro- role. And we're giggling along with the fact that he took his daughter to oh. the gynecologist oh, when she was 16 and to ask the doctor what the story with the hymen was. And he referred to it as my hymen. Gross completely gross and I saw the daughter unfollowed him on Instagram but like really uh, I know we you know we kind of throw the word gross out there a bit but I mean that's beyond the beyonds isn't it really was this like when he brought her to the uh, the doctor was this like recently or yeah and, he, or, and what was the purpose of this? Like, had he promised Because her when she turned 16, he said, okay, you know what that means. We're going to the doctor. And he went and wanted to find out was her hymen intact, basically. But, like, what was the plan if she wasn't? Or if she was? Like, what was... And also, it goes out saying, I know this is beside the point. Um, it's kind of, you know, not really um, relevant uh, to the argument at hand. But, like, there's so many reasons why your hymen wouldn't be intact course but i just think it's this it's frightening it's utterly frightening stunt though wasn't it i think it was just you know what i think it was i think it was just his misguided attempt at doing the whole like i'm such a protective dad i will kill any man who comes near my daughter but he took it too far that's what i think i think he was doing the jokey steve yeah. martin father of the bride type dad but did not realize it's so gross to actually refer to, a refer to your daughter's hymen as my hymen, my property. I forget what his words were, 
but it was so possessive and weird. I just it really grossed me out. I, I saw I saw the story, and to be honest, when I saw it, I didn't even fucking click into it because I was just like, oh, "What a fucking idiot!" If this is a if this is true, idiot. If this is a publicity stunt story. Still a fucking idiot. Yeah, I think I mean? it's. I think he's done. Even if whether it is true or not true, he's a fucking idiot. Yeah, like, and I think just... it's done irrevocable damage to him. And like, it's fucking Jesus, his poor daughter. But like, it's even it's the imagine the like, damage to their relationship. Something like that would so, do. Like talking about in the public oh. sphere, even if it did happen. But that's it. Like, say if he. Say if he had found out that she'd already had sex or, you know, he thought that something the doctor said could, you know, lead him to believe that she'd had sex. What then? Like, what? Is she fucking, like, damaged goods or something? Do you know what I mean? Like, Mm. just even the whole thing that even if she had had sex, well, It's very disturbing, isn't it? Yeah. And, like, oh, just gross yeah really gross um and then what other news happened to chris gayburn don't know if you heard but he did pass away i'm sorry emma i was actually passed away last week i think everyone was and what was actually quite scary was i looked at my phone and i gasped and i went (gasps) and fred said gayburn died didn't he and he was like, I don't believe it. So I'm kind of concerned that Fred had some part to play because he seemed to be in possession. And he was genuinely then like, oh, I knew you were going to say it. I absolutely knew you were going to say it. That's very strange. Very strange. And his phone was downstairs. So Fred. it definitely, you know, it definitely didn't come from that. Yeah, I think everyone was very sad. When I found out. And my mother texted back uh, straight away when she saw the message. She said... Um, R.I.P. Great communicator, great at what he did. And I think my mom thought that I was looking for a quote for the newspaper or something. I was like, Yeah, okay. that's very um, <laughs> that's very earnest Hemingway five word story. I was like, You, this is Emma. This is not Don Drum Gazette or whatever. You like, I don't know. But I, when I think, I think like a lot of people probably text their moms because that's who I think of when I think of. Uh, Gay Byrne I think of my mum Not even so much Where did I put my phone actually God it should be somewhere I had it a second ago You're sitting on it Uh, Okay (laughs) I don't want to alert She wouldn't have actually Been a big fan of the Late Late She would have been more a fan Of his radio show Yeah Well I think That's where she she would have It was probably just The different type of Relationship you would have had with the broadcaster. So, like, say we all would have been off at school or whatever. Yeah. And she would have been in the gaff getting it done. So, I'd say it was probably just her and Gay in the kitchen. Yeah, RIP. He was great at what he did, great communicator. Oh, clinical. But and yeah, no, very asked, sad. Was it the next day, all the pay cuts and job losses and whatever? Yes. No, actually, I was talking to Steve Forbes. Dean Forbes. Day. Shout out to Day. I was talking to somebody, a source, a reliable source, who used to work in RT, who does not work there anymore, but used to work in RT. And I was like, oh, 200 job cuts. And they were like, yeah, it's nothing. They were like, they do that every few years where they say they're going to get rid of X amount of staff. They were like, that's not the problem. What the problem is that they've all these people as contractors. 
Like there's mm. a huge amount of people who are contractors, far too many, and who are actually being taken advantage of and paid unfairly. So I was like, oh, is the point of being a contractor not that you're not tied to the place, but you actually get paid better? You know the way if you're paid mm. kind of like by the hour, it's actually better than going in nine to five Monday to Friday. And they were like, no, no, they're they're using them as contractors because that's where a lot of the time they're actually trying to save money. So people are coming in, they don't have any benefits, they don't have any holiday pay, any sick pay, any of that, and none of the benefits of being an employee. So, yeah. There's I just, actually... It's been going on fucking years. I just years. can't believe Dee would tell you all of that in one conversation. <sighs> I tell you something, once you put a fucking hot scone in front of her and you get the butter and the jam and the whole lot and the cappuccinos there, oh, it just comes out Do you like, know what? Nice coffee with cream on top. Like just that nice coffee cream. And do you know what I had on my scone the other day? And it was sexual. Wow. Um, it was up You're there with the luby. It was up something? there with the luby. You're going to say something fucking mad weird, are you? Classic cream. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to say pickles It's or been so long and it was absolutely gorgeous. Do you know, we could get one in Tesco now. If we, I won't eat a cold scone. Oh, no. I mean, you have to warm it for me. Now, in saying that, we did eat Tom's scones cold. Oh, we did. And I was just thinking about that disturbing experience this evening. I'm not messing, and I don't want to put this on Tom, but I will. I think I was so hungry, I haven't been able to look at a pot of jam since. Really? Oh, I just don't want to see what's in there. Honestly, when Fred came at me with the luby and the jam, I said, well, keep the luby. We'll throw out the jam. I can't um, believe you watched that twice. I did watch it twice. God, I'm the real teen mom fan, but yet you're the one who watched And Abby Tippis, I'd watched that one. Do you remember when we were oh, talking about Chan? Yeah, yeah. Did you ever watch that no. one? Oh, again, I just feel she's not in it to win it. It's things like, oh, she's got lovely hair. She's talking about the other girl in mm. the in the in the in the setup. And you're like, No, I'm just not buying an Abby. And then Paris's one. Oh my did you ever watch Paris's no. one? Oh, my God. It's just going through the motions. She's just there like, come on. You can tell, you know, when sometimes you're like, if I get this done now, I can get a bit of shopping in. You know, you're mm. just like, oh, come on. And then he's all like, you like my hard cock. Oh, it's impar- the shit that men come out with in sexual situations. I mean, you like my big cock? And you're like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I really like your tell big me, cock. Tell me what you tell me what you want. Shut I the want fuck up. How yeah. About that? Uh you like my big cock? Um yeah. That's always yeah. a good one if you do that. That just cut that kind of They don't even care. Intonation. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's all about them. Who is annoying you in what Irish celebrity is annoying you at the moment? Oh celebrity are we naming are we naming people oh stop and you know the awful thing after seeing it in Joker I was like oh to listen to it on Spotify was it in the film it was in the film a lot of controversy the big moment where he's coming down the steps and the really awful thing is it kind of reminded everyone that it was a great song but and I, I don't want to be all like you know I don't want to be uh, you know a bit of a a bit of a Moni Michael when it comes mm. to this. 
but I don't like the fact that they used it in the film no, because plenty of songs. Gary Glitter, like we tra- again, again, we bandy about the yeah. He'll get money for that. We we do kind of bandy the term gross, what do pedo, we ban- creepy. What do we, bandy around, we do we do call a lot of people, you know, gross, creepy, all the rest. But he is next level shit. Well, he's a convicted pedo, so yeah, he's fucking he's just gross. a horrible, horrible no, no. individual. There's too many fucking songs in the world. They could yeah. have gotten another song. So I just don't. I don't Big like that. Budget. No. That's fucking stupid. Yeah, yeah, don't like that at all. Um, but I have to apologise to you. I had a moment of self awareness the other day, and I was like, "Oh my god, I do that. I know I've done it to Julie. This is what my mom does to me, right? She lures me in, and she gets me bitching, or she gets me listening to her bitching about somebody. Okay, just anybody." She gets me in and I have to kind of be the supportive person listening to her bitch, right? Then I see her a few days later. Like, you know, I see her. But say I bring up, I bring up that person a week later in a very, like, casual thing. Like, I just say something, you know, slightly, slightly negative. But not, you know, not bad. Like, something that I would say to their face. I'll say that about the person. And then she'll say oh well do 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 and stick up for them ah yeah well there's a lot like there's a lot of that but I think I nearly think that's classic gossip behaviour because I find that increasingly with I can think of one person in recent times whereby I'll think it's a free for all yeah and that's it I'll think it's an absolute free for all and then I'll say well if I'm honest you know uh, going back to our bitches who brunch like She's my friend, but she's just not a good person. Yeah. Um. And, you know, then they'll say, yeah, but I think, like, you know, she's a nice girl. And you say, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fred isn't in a position to talk, considering his go-to is Instagram Live. Every time I go to the toilet, I he's know. on Instagram Every Live. Every time I see him go Instagram Live, I'm like, I wonder where Julie is. It's, I'm but it's always just a cry like, for help, But Emma. a lot of the time what when the I see that, on? I'm like, oh, is Judy gigging tonight? Like, that is genuinely what I think when I see this Fred This is Cook no is word of a lie. But when I could leave the house, and sometimes I'll stop for petrol a couple it of miles down the road... I don't know. It's like something's going on and I just don't know what it is. But like he'll go on Instagram live <laughs> like I'm two miles down the road and he's on it. Yeah. And somebody might I say, where's Julie? And he's practically he's one step away from saying, who's Julie, Emma? <laughs> like he just becomes this different fucking person on the Why Instagram. You <laughs> remember a few weeks ago he went on Instagram live and I was in the shower yeah. and I came out. And you know when you've got your... They're the winter pyjamas. Yeah. And you forgot that you'd mascara on in the shower. So you come out and it's all down by your chin. And he says, there she is now. And, you know, the tits are hanging out. You're like, what are you doing? And he's on fucking Instagram Live. Oh, but like Judy. any like uh, Instagram Live, as I have said this, it's a so cry funny. for help. If you go on it more than two times a week, you need to talk to somebody you trust. Yeah, look. We're back! Hello! We have to wait, I think. Are we on Instagram Live? Okay, so we... Uh, sorry, we got um, got a bit sidetracked there with our Instagram Live, even though we only did it for 30 seconds. But we're going to do Wednesdays from now on. Wednesdays, that, yeah. It's the we're new back, day. We're back with a bang. 
As long as you give us love, we'll be there. That's all we ask. Tell a friend, whatever. But we're here. We just needed a couple of weeks off. We did need a couple of weeks off. And please let us know what you think as well. You know, if you're not into it, um, please tell us privately. Yeah, but, <laughs> but do give, do us, a give us a bit of feedback. Yeah, it'll give it, it'll take a few weeks. Okay, I've been Judy J. I've been Emma Dorn. God, God bless, God bless. This podcast is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.